It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it through a weekend. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio, Monday, April 18th. It is officially tax day. If you don't have your taxes done and you owe money, good luck. Got to get them done today. Get them postmarked by midnight tonight. (sighs) Happy Easter. Hope you had a great Easter yesterday. Uh, Took my grandson to Floyd's Knobs on uh, Saturday for a big Easter egg hunt. My brother's uh, church. That was great. Here's the problem. You had 15 kids and 1,000 hidden eggs. I, you know, I'm not a math major, but that's a lot of eggs per kid. And my grandson, he got 82 eggs. He's three years old. 82 eggs. And every egg was taped together, so I had to help him get the tape off, then watch him open the I'm not complaining. Watch him open the egg and find a Mr. Goodbar, little bitty, you know, miniature, crackle, Jolly Rancher, Starburst, whatever. It was great. It was great. I had so much fun with him. 82 eggs. And now they either need fewer eggs or more kids at this uh, Easter egg hunt. But it was fabulous. Had a great Easter. I hope you did as well. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, hop on. The uh, Thorns text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Thorns is the perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like fresh coffee, delicious donuts. Visit our friends at Thorns and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A thousand eggs for for fifteen kids. All right, no, but it was fun, and I, I absolutely had a blast watching uh, my three year old grandson trying to open tape down plastic Easter eggs. It was great. Uh, NBA playoffs are underway. Had look, if you don't like the NBA, I understand that, but the NBA playoffs are different than regular season NBA. It's just different. And if you watch Celtics and Nets yesterday, you understand why. One upset, I guess, over the weekend, Minnesota went into Memphis and beat the Grizzlies in game one. Uh, We'll talk about all the games. Give you the uh, lineup tonight. I'll try to make some picks. Have not been good early. The playing games really, really were uh, a disaster for me. They were disastrous. I don't know if I picked one of the – of the six play-in games correctly. I really don't. Uh, but it's fun. And uh, we got more playoff games tonight. Three on tap tonight, as a matter of fact. We will talk a little Tiger Woods. He is going to play in both the U.S. Open and the British Open, or the Open Championship. We're not, I know we're not supposed to call it the British Open anymore. We're not supposed to call fans at Augusta fans. We're supposed to call them patrons. I don't care. Call them whatever I want. They're fans, and it's the British Open. Tiger going to play in both. 
I know Matt on the Hoosier Report talks about this uh, every Monday, but winning time, the rise of the Laker dynasty on HBO Episode 7 last night, the best so far. No question about it. It was great. John C. Riley gets better and better playing Dr. Jerry Buss, the owner of the Lakers. Um, Bill Sharman, Jer- uh, the guy, uh, Jason Clark, who plays Jerry West. Got an Australian actor playing Jerry West. Um, Jerry does not look like a guy that is a happy guy in any way, shape, or form. But we know from history that Jerry West becomes the general manager of the Lakers and general manager of a Laker dynasty with Shaq and and uh, and Kobe and those guys. And now then he, he helps rebuild the Clippers. He's with the Knicks for a short period of time. Uh, and a lot of this is is history. A lot of this is uh, dramatized history. Uh, the the dude playing uh, Magic is great. I didn't like the introduction of Larry Bird last night. I don't like the. I don't know if I don't like the. I'm not saying I don't like the actor, but I did not get a Larry Bird Larry Bird vibe from this dude. If you watch the show religiously, the guy that plays Kareem. He embodies Kareem. The guy that plays Magic, it's kind of like watching Magic. It's great. John C. Riley, he has, you know, somehow channeled Dr. Jerry Buss. Fantastic. Uh, Jason Siegel is a stretch as Paul Westhead. Paul Westhead looks like a, a milk toast, just no backbone kind of guy. And maybe he was. I don't know, but I do know Paul Westhead went on to lead Loyola Marymount, and and you remember Bo Kimball and Hank Gathers and that offense that scored 150 points a game. They wanted you to shoot so they could get the ball back. Not a whole lot of defense. And I don't know how much longer. I haven't looked at the basketball reference guide to see how much longer Paul Westhead is the host, is the uh, coach of the Lakers, because at some point Pat Riley is going to take over. At some point, Pat Riley is going to take over. In this past episode, he moved from the broadcast booth down to the uh, assistant coaching ranks to help out Paul Westhead while Jack McKinney is recovering in the hospital. I do know Jack McKinney doesn't return to the bench. He's in the hospital. He had the bicycle wreck. Um, They're saying a month, maybe two more months, maybe the all-star break, he'll come back. He's never going to coach the Lakers again. And I don't remember, and I don't want to look ahead to see, I don't want to get on Google and find out if Westhead actually is the head coach throughout this season or if Riley takes over at some point. I don't know. And don't spoil it for me on the text line, on the Thornton's text line. I would appreciate it if you don't spoil it for me. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Long Easter weekend. It's uh, it's a great show. I watched it this morning. I for you know this is full disclosure. I forgot last night, so I had to watch it this morning on the HBO Max. Um, it's fantastic. It gets better every single episode. Um, Kareem having a conversation with uh, Magic's father while the uh, right after Christmas Day when the team played in Detroit. Good insight. Good stuff. Uh, because you remember Kareem hated Magic when he got there. Hated him. 
didn't like him. He was too arrogant, too outspoken, too happy. And Magic Johnson's father, Irvin Sr., just saying, hey, look, if he needs a kick in the rear end, give him a kick in the rear end. And Kareem saying, I got this. But you know what? I'm, I start to, I'm starting to like this kid. Yeah, you should. He's going to make you. He's going to win you some titles and make you even better than the legend you already were. Uh, but I don't like the guy playing Larry Bird. He doesn't look like Larry Bird. He doesn't. Uh, the few scenes that they shot where he's dribbling the basketball, he does not have a handle like Larry Bird. Of course, who does? I'm, I'm asking for a little too much here. But they've given me so much, so much greatness in this show that I now expect it to be really, really on point as far as basketball action. The guy playing Norm Nixon is actually Norm Nixon's son in real life. He does a great job. The guy playing Magic does a great job, even in the basketball scenes. Kareem, same thing. But the Larry Bird character, and full disclosure, I'm a Celtic fan. I'm a Larry Bird apologist. If you say to me who's the best player that ever played, I don't say Michael Jordan or or LeBron James, I say Larry Bird. Is Larry Bird the greatest player that ever played in the NBA? No, he's not. But that's my opinion, and I'm going to stick with it because I love me some Celtics in the 80s and some Larry Bird. And what you may not remember, people tend to think the NBA, which was in a financial down downward spiral in the late 70s was saved by Michael Jordan. It was not. The NBA was saved by Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. That's factual. Those two guys played in the 1979 NCAA championship game, still the highest rated NCAA championship game of all time. 1979, Indiana State, Larry Bird, Michigan State, Magic Johnson. The highest rated ever. Larry was a senior at Indiana State. Magic was a sophomore at Michigan State. The Spartans won the national championship. And these two guys went to the Lakers and the Celtics. It could not have been better for the NBA. I watched the NBA in the late 70s. I was 16, 17 years old. I remember watching um, – you know, the Portland Trailblazers with Bill Walton. Jack Jack McKinney was the assistant coach, by the way. Jack, Dr. Jack Ramsey was the head coach. Bill Walton. Larry Steele was on that team, winning a championship. I remember watching the Supersonics of Seattle. Yeah, there was a team. The Seattle Supersonics in 1978. Gus Johnson, Dennis Johnson, Jack Sigma, Lenny Wilkins was the coach. I remember watching them beat the Washington Bullets. The Washington Bullets with Wes Unseld in the, in the NBA title game. But you had to watch these games at 11.30 at night on tape delay. Tape delay, middle of the week at 11.30 after your local news. These games were not on live. They were on tape delay. Phoenix Hill Richards says, don't forget Slick Watts. Yeah. I watched a lot of these late 70s NBA, but nobody wanted to watch these, uh, these games. 
Sponsors would not pay to put these games on at 9 o'clock in the evening, which is what we see now. You had nothing. And then Larry and Magic came into the league. Automatically changed things. Overnight. Red Arbach drafted Larry Bird after his junior year. Way back when... Guys didn't come out till after their senior year. Larry Bird was going to go back to Indiana State, play another year because he wanted to win a national championship. And Red Arbach of the Celtics had the foresight and the understanding of the rules that you that if you drafted a guy, you had his rights for a full year. You had the the draft rights to this guy for the full year. So he drafted Larry Bird knowing full well Bird was not going to play for him that coming season. But as soon as Bird's career was over and before the next NBA draft, Red Arbach would have a chance to sign him because he had the rights to him. You didn't see that done. You haven't seen it done since. Draft a guy who's not coming out of college, going to play another year, just to have his rights to be able to sign him when his college career was over. And it worked. It worked. And the Lakers were bad. That's how they got Magic Johnson. They were not good. They were not good. If you watch the first episode of Winning Time, it shows you why they got Magic Johnson. Those guys changed the NBA, and it is what it is today, not because of Michael Jordan, not because of LeBron James, but because of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. and Red Arbach, and Dr. Jerry Buss, the late Dr. Jerry Buss and the late Red Arbach. All right, I'm off of that, uh, I'm off that high horse. Uh, we will talk some, I will talk some baseball today. We're about a week and a half in, and I'm going to look at the teams I picked to go to the playoffs. Some of them look good. Some of them, yeah, not so good. Not so good. I had the Texas Rangers going to the playoffs. That's not working out for me right now. But it's early. It's early. The Reds are 2-8. and eight. Reds fans, let me hear from you. 414-1450. Oh, it's got to be disheartening. I'm a Cubs fan. Uh, the Cubs are hovering around 500. I'm pretty happy with that because they are sort of rebuilding as well. But this Now, the Reds have had a tough schedule to start the season. Four with Atlanta, two with Cleveland, four with the, the Dodgers. And now they go to San Diego starting tonight. So it is a tough schedule early. For, uh, only two home games so far. They lost them both, but only two home games so far in the first 10, and they're still in San Diego starting a series tonight. But it has not been good. And I got a great stat that I saw yesterday of uh, the Reds' numbers ever since the president of the team, Phil Castellini, said to Reds fans, where are you going to go? Who are you going to pull for? You're not going anywhere. And then had to apologize for some of the comments he made. The Reds have not been good since those comments. So we'll talk about that. We'll go through the uh, NBA playoffs from Saturday and Sunday, three games again tonight. Uh, the Yankees, by the way, got swept uh, – not swept. They lost two out of three to Baltimore. That's like getting swept when you lose to Baltimore. It is Patriots Day in uh, Boston, 
which means early baseball today. The uh, Twins lead the Red Sox 4-0 after 4 on Patriots Day. Boston Marathon was run this morning, I guess. Uh, and then uh, the Red Sox played at 11 a.m., which they do every year on Patriots Day. I'll uh, keep you updated on that one throughout the show as well. All that and more. Oh, you're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open 384 1450 to join in on the conversation. 384 1450. The Thornton's text line open as well 502 414 1450. Get your text into the show at that number 414 1450. Um, Big X golf cards are ready. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, along with Valley View and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You play these great courses for under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. Again, you can play Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake. Under $25 a round, cart included. Supply is limited, so get yours today. Easiest way to do it, BigXSportsRadio.com. Click on the link and Get your golf card. Um, is David Bell on the hot seat, Reds fans? I'm not sure he should be. Maybe Phil Castellini should be on the hot seat. This was uh, this is what's going on with the Reds since opening day. They're two and eight. This is what's going on with the Reds since Phil Castellini asked the fans, "Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go?" The Reds have lost six straight games. Combined score, 43-15. to 15. They have never, in those six games, had a lead. How about that? Never had a lead. Now, the last four were in L.A. against the Dodgers, 9-3, 3-1, to 5-2, and yesterday, 9-1. to one. Hunter Green looked pretty good. He threw 38 pitches over 100 miles an hour on Saturday. But, uh, again, the Reds, they, they can't score any runs. They scored seven runs in the four-game series over the weekend with the Dodgers. And they, you know, you, you give away Jesse Winker, a. Eugenio Suarez, you let Nick Castellanos walk, you trade Tucker Barnhart as well. Nick Senzel is once again on the injury list now. Uh, there's just no offense. Joey Votto can hit as many doubles to left center as he wants. Who's getting him home? Aristides Aquino. He can't. He's he's the guy in Major League Serrano. He can't hit a curveball. Aquino cannot hit a curveball. He hit a fastball out of Dodger Stadium the other night up by his eyes. He can hit a fastball, but he is uh, Serrano from Major League when they throw him a curveball. No chance. No chance. The uh, rookie of the year last year, Jonathan India has gotten off to a, a terrible start. He's not hitting the ball, and you expect him to be one of your leaders. I mean, you you just do. The Reds are batting 180 as a team. 180. 34 runs in 10 games. 57 hits in 10 games. Five. I can do the math here. 5.7 hits per game. 
Aristides Aquino is two for 27. That's 074. Jonathan India is hitting 241 with two runs batted in. Uh, Jake Fraley, who came over from Seattle, who, by the way, I like, and I've said I've said this on this program, I like this guy. He's hitting 148. Um, even Joey Votto's hitting 118. Joey Votto's four for 34 with two RBIs. So the pitching hasn't been awful, but they can't score. You're not going to win a lot of games when you don't score. The the numbers for Hunter Green, 10 and a third innings. He's one and one. His ERA is 435. He's got 13 strikeouts and allowed nine hits in 10 and a third innings. Um, he's allowed uh, t- five earned runs in those 10 and a third innings. Walk five, or excuse me, walk two, struck out 13. He is your future star. He is, if, if you're going to market this team and get people to come out and watch this team, you're going to do it every fifth day because Hunter Green's pitching. Get out here and watch this guy throw 35 pitches at 100 miles an hour, strike a lot of people out, and uh, hopefully we win a game or two along the way. But the rest of the time, I don't know how you're going to get people in the ballpark. After Phil Castellini's comments, after opening day, which was a full house, nobody showed up for that second game against Cleveland. It was deserted. It was deserted. And I think fans are fed up. Because you had a a roster last year and a team last year that was fun to watch. They didn't get to the playoffs. I'm okay with that. Give me excitement. Give me a guy like Winker, a guy like Suarez, a guy like Castellanos. At least you're hitting the ball and you're scoring runs. You're not winning a ton of games. But it's a division where you can be competitive. The Dodgers aren't in your division. The Giants aren't in your division. The Padres, the Braves, they're not in your division. You should be competitive in a division with the Pirates, the Cubs, the Brewers, and the Cardinals. And you're not. You're not. And you you can color it as a rebuild if you want to. We got to get out from under some of these contracts. We didn't have enough money to pay Castellanos. Uh, the number was going to come due on some of these other guys. On on Winker, you were going to have to pay him eventually, and we and you don't have the market size or the money to do that. I understand it. I do financially. I get it. But you're gonna you're hurting yourself here because nobody's going to buy tickets to the games this year at all. And David Bell's going to pay the price. I think David Bell's done an admirable job the last few years. He's going to pay the price. Because you can't fire the players. Bill Castellini's not going to fire himself. Bob Castellini, the owner, is not going to fire his brother. Marge Schott's not there to kick around anymore. David Bell's going to lose his job probably sometime in May or June. And you're going to bring in, you're going to promote, maybe you bring Pat Kelly up from the bats. 
I don't know who you bring in to uh, to manage this team. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter unless they can hit 340 and knock in some runs. It's not going to matter who the manager is. Player manager Joey Votto? I don't know. Maybe. Why not? Yankees lost two of three in Baltimore. That's a little embarrassing. The Yankees scored one run in game one on Friday night in 11 innings and were shut out yesterday, five to nothing. Um, I mean, look, they're the Yankees. They're the highest payroll in baseball. They're probably going to make the playoffs. They're five and five right now. It's a tough division. The Blue Jays lead it at six and four. But the Yankees are a microcosm of baseball right now. Hit a lot of home runs, strike out a lot, take some walks. That's it. Offensively, that's it. Giancarlo Stanton is either going to hit a home run or he's going to strike out or he's going to take a walk. Joey Gallo, same thing. When they got Anthony Rizzo last year, that seemed to be a step towards, look, we want to put the ball in play. We want a guy who makes contact. We got one guy who hits for a high average. He's going to get hit by some pitches. He's going to take some walks. And they re-signed him in the offseason to say, hey, we, this guy's going to get on base. But Judge, Stanton, Gallo, those guys aren't on base guys. They're not. They're hit it as far as I can, launch angle, exit velo, or I'm going to strike out, and I'm not going to feel bad about striking out. Nobody feels bad about – I know I'm grumpy old man here. Nobody feels bad about striking out anymore. That's part of the game. Single to, single to the opposite field where nobody's playing me? I can't do that. Now, next year is going to be different for these, these guys, these sluggers, because there's not going to be a shift anymore next year. There's not going to be a shift. And the rules are – very vexing to a manager who wants to utilize the shift because you're going to have to have two infielders on the right side, two infielders on the left side, and they have to be on the dirt. Your second baseman can't play five or ten feet back on the grass here for a left-handed hitting, pull-hitting slugger that can't run, can't do it anymore starting next year. This is the last year of the shift. I don't like the shift. The, I love it when a player goes the other way and beats the shift for a leadoff single or a, uh, you know, keep an inning alive. A guy's on first. All I got to do is poke it to left. We got first and second with one out. That's what I'm going to do. But not enough guys do that. Not enough guys do that. They're more worried about their numbers, their launch angle, their exit velocity. Next year, next year you won't be able to go the other way. If, uh, if you're a pull hitter next year, you're a pull hitter. Because now instead of three, three guys being on the left side of the infield when you're uh, Giancarlo Stanton, you're only going to have two guys over there. Hit it hard, it's probably going to get through. Hit it hard on the ground this year, it's not getting through. There's three guys over there. It's rarely getting through. A couple of two-run homers have Minnesota out in front of Boston. Uh, four to nothing. It's Patriots Day in uh, Fenway Park. And the Red Sox are threatening now first and third 
with nobody out in the bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, a couple of sweeps. I uh, had the Dodger sweep. San Francisco, and we disrespect them every year. We don't believe in the Giants. I don't know what it is. Um, there's no big names. I mean, Brandon Crawford uh, is a name for the Giants. They don't have a whole lot of guys that you go, oh, yeah, that guy, he's he's an automatic all-star. He's an automatic all-star. Uh, Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt's hitting 385, 345. He's got three homers, seven RBIs on the season, 10 hits already this year. He's a bona fide star. Nobody knows his name. Um, they got guys like Wilmer Flores. Jock Peterson is there now. Darren Ruff. Um, guys you've never heard of. Theral Estrada's got two homers and eight RBIs. Steven Duggar can run. Mike Yastrzemski, maybe you know him because who his grandpa is. But the Giants, oh, here we are. We're 7-2. and two. We're just poking along. They swept the Cleveland Indians in Cleveland this weekend. Giants are good. I didn't pick them to go to the playoffs. You know why? Because you forget about them. You look at the National League West and you say, okay, there's the Dodgers. They're going to win the division, which, by the way, they did not do last year. Giants won the division. Dodgers had to win a wild card game to get into the playoffs. Playoffs. Giants are seven and two again. We all we think about the Dodgers now, and then we think about oh, the up and coming Padres with Fernando Tatis Jr. and and, and Machado and Adam Frazier and uh, all these all these dudes and. You know, you Darvish on the map. Padres are really, really going to be good. Look out for the Padres. And you forget about the Giants. And here they are just doing what they do. Seven and two. They got the Mets tonight, who, by the way, are seven and three. Keep an eye on that game. Seven ten tonight. Giants Mets in New York. Uh, now I picked the Mets to go to the playoffs. I didn't pick them to win the division, but I, I picked them to go to the playoffs. I'm pretty pretty happy about that. Pretty, you know, I'm sort of pumping my chest out a little bit. Hey, I got to pumping my chest out about the Los Angeles Angels. I picked the Angels to go to the uh to go to the playoffs. I picked the Angels to go to the World Series. Uh they took three out of four from Texas. They're six and four, and they lead the American League West right now, do the Los Angeles Angels. Mike Trout got hit on the hand by a fastball yesterday. This is what I said two and a half weeks ago. A week and a half ago, excuse me, when Tony Burke was in here with me, we were picking our uh, our baseball divisional winners, playoff teams. I like the Angels if Shohei Otani and Mike Trout can both stay healthy. So I'm watching the game yesterday. I got the full – Easter dinner in me. I'm I'm dozing off in the recliner in the middle of the afternoon. But I got the Angels and Rangers on TV. And a fastball hits my man, Mike Trout, right in the back of his left hand. Right on the back of the hand. Fastball. And he is in pain. And he goes to first and he he's trying to walk rub it off and just get yeah, I just want to stay in the game. Took him out of the game. Now, x-rays were negative. That's the good news. X-rays were negative. 
But he's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy. Otani as well. I like this Angels team. The Angels have been the best team that never gets to the playoffs for the last 10 years. I think they got to the playoffs once in, in Trout's tenure, and they lost the first series. I think they got swept in the first series of the playoffs. So they've never done anything. I think Joe Madden can manage. He took the Cubs to a World Series. I like the Angels. I picked Toronto to win the AL East. They're in first place. I, I did leave the White Sox out. Now, the White Sox are in first place. That's a bad division. I like the Twins. They're three and six. Now, you win some, you lose some. I like the Twins. My uh, wild card teams were the Yankees, who are five and five, the Astros, who are five and four, and the Rangers, they're two and seven. Only the Reds, only your Cincinnati Reds have a worse record than the Texas Rangers. It's early, right? I keep telling myself it's early. National League East, I picked Atlanta. They're five and six. Look, it's not Matt Olson's fault. You could say if you're a Braves fan, oh, we could, should never let Freddie Freeman go, glue guy uh, in the locker room, plus he's a hitting machine, and he started out great for the Dodgers. Dodgers-Braves play tonight, by the way, in L.A., Freeman against the Braves. Um, but Atlanta's five and six. They just lost two out of three, I think, to San Diego. Um, they split with the Reds, who we know right now are not good. Uh, I did have the Mets in the playoffs. They're seven and three. Uh, the Brewers struggled over the weekend. They split a four-game set with the Cardinals. Look, that National League Central, eighty-one and eighty-one might win the division. Right, eighty-one and eighty-one might win the division. I do have the Cardinals in the playoffs. They're five and three and in first place right now. Uh, but in the West, I got, I got the Dodgers and the Padres, just like everybody else. Padres are six and five. Dodgers are seven and two. Four of the five teams in the National League West are over five hundred. That's what it's going to be. That division, everybody's going to be over five hundred, except probably Arizona, maybe Colorado. Whereas in the Central, everybody's going to be under five hundred or right at five hundred. Dodgers, Giants, seven and two. Get, get, get used to it. That's what it is. That's the way those two teams are. It's the way it'll be all year long. Gabe Kapler, the manager of the Giants, just does a phenomenal job of that roster. I will take a break. We'll talk some uh, basketball, some NBA playoffs when we come back. Give you Try to give you three winners tonight. I know my man Buck from uh, Shively is listening. He wants, to, he wants those winners. He's uh, got his finger on his DraftKings app just waiting for the winners. We'll get to those after the break. Listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment. Eminem Cartage hotline still open 384 1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well. Get your last minute text into the show at 502 414 1450. Download Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today for great offers and savings on fuel every day. That's the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app. Download it today and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Bottom of the sixth in Boston. The uh, Twins still lead the Red Sox 4-1. to 
Try to keep you updated throughout the rest of the hour. Patriots Day in Boston, Boston Marathon Day, and then the early start in Fenway Park. Twins lead the Red Sox 4-1, bottom of the sixth. Uh, if you're interested in who's pitching for the Reds tonight in San Diego, 9:40 start. Uh, Nick Lodolo will go. He's 0-1. He was the uh, number two prospect in the Reds organization. Got called up to pitch. He's going to be a good one, but uh, 11.23 ERA. That's uh, basically <laughs> that's one start in. So we'll take that uh, with a grain of salt. San Diego goes with Sal Manaya, the former former Oakland A. One and one with a 138 earned run average uh, so far. 940 Fox Sports Ohio. What do they call it now? Bally Sports. The Bally Sports uh, Ohio. Uh, Tony Burke reminds me we only had four channels back in the 70s when we were trying to watch the uh, NBA Finals back in the late 70s. That's why it was. That's part of the reason there was no ESPN. I know it's hard for you young people to understand that there was no ESPN there was no Fox Sports there was no uh you know sports networks it was just ABC NBC CBS and Fox was fairly new Fox was brand new um so you know it was what it was and you, you if you wanted to watch the Bullets and the Sonics in the NBA finals on a Wednesday night, you had to watch it at 11.35 after your local news on tape delay. That's just the way it was. All right, NBA playoffs this weekend. Utah beat Dallas 99-93. All these are game ones of seven-game series. Uh, Luka Doncic, of course, strained his calf. The last regular season game didn't play Saturday for Dallas. Probably not going to play tonight. Uh, he is doubtful for tonight's game. Utah's a five-and-a-half-point favorite there. That game is on NBA TV. Uh, but Utah gets off to a good start. That's, you know, you got to take advantage. Luka's not going to play. So who's the best player on the court for Dallas? I don't know, Jalen Brunson? Spencer Dinwiddie? Utah, if Luka doesn't play, Utah should win these games. But uh, I think Dallas will put up a fight tonight. I'm going to take Dallas in the five-and-a-half tonight because I think they put up a fight, keep it close. It's sort of one of those uh, – they're, they're at the Alamo here. They're in the Alamo, uh, to use another Texas comparison. They're up against it. They're, they're Butch and Sundance here in, in uh, Bolivia. You got you got Donovan Mitchell shooting threes. You got Jordan Clarkson shooting threes. You got Rudy Gobert inside. I don't know how you're going to stop Utah. Both teams are going to slow the game down. They both like a slow pace. That's why that game was 99 to 93 Saturday. But without Luka Doncic, um, you know, difficult for Dallas. Minnesota beat Memphis 130 to 117. Anthony Edwards 37, 36 points. Said this last week. He's a man. He looks like a linebacker out there. Carl Anthony Towns had 29 points, 13 rebounds. A big upset there. Memphis, the two seed, uh, loses at home in the opener. But again, seven-game series. Memphis will be better. Uh, but they got to play some defense. I mean, Minnesota is going to chuck it up. They're going to score. They're going to give up points. But if you want to beat Minnesota, you got to slow them down. You just got to slow them down. Philadelphia beat Toronto 131-111. to 111. It was impressive because the third wheel had the big game. Joel Embiid was Joel Embiid. He's going to get his. You're going to have to game plan for him. 
James Harden, he'll play well some nights, not well some nights. But when Tyrese Maxey does what he did on Saturday, 38 points, controlled the lane offensively, got wherever he wanted to get, hit shots from deep and from inside, that's a tough team when when that third wheel Maxey's playing well. And they manhandled Toronto. They manhandled Toronto. It was impressive. Tonight, uh, Philadelphia will host Toronto TNT early game, 730. Philly's a seven-and-a-half point favorite. I don't see anything going much differently than it did in the 20-point win on Saturday. Uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Miami, second round, that could be fun. That could be fun. Uh, but Philadelphia, they're just better than Toronto. They're just better. Uh, so I'm going to give the seven and a half tonight, taking Philly and giving the seven and a half there. Golden State beat Denver Saturday late, 123-107. Jordan Poole had 30 points. Steph Curry came off the bench and scored 16 uh, for the Warriors. Look, if they've got Steph, Clay, and Draymond Green, keep in mind they didn't have those guys together all year. Clay Thompson missed more than the first half of the year. Draymond Green then missed some time. Steph Curry then missed some time. They didn't have these three guys together almost all year. Golden State is a little scary here. They're a little scary because Jordan Poole got better. Jonathan Kaminga got better. That Golden State team, if they're fully healthy, they can beat anybody. Uh, they beat Denver by 16. The Joker had 25 and 10. He didn't have any help. He looked exhausted at the end of the game. Um, they play again tonight in Golden State. I'm going to take the seven. I'm going to take Denver in the points. I don't think they're going to win tonight. But, again, just like Dallas, they're up against it. They're up against it. They've got the tools to keep it close, to play a good game. Um. I think it's a desperation night for Denver, and I think the Joker, who had 25-10 and 10 on Saturday, he might have 35-18 and 18 tonight. So, And they may lose, but I think they're going to play a lot tougher tonight against Golden State. Uh, what you forget about Golden State is that they play terrific defense. You don't remember that because you think about Steph and Clay and, and uh, putting all those points on the board, but they play great defense. Held Denver to 107. That's good D. So there's your picks tonight, uh, Buckster Lou. Sixers minus 7.5 at home against Toronto. Dallas plus 5.5 at home against Utah. And then Denver, I'm going to take the 7 on the road at Golden State. Yesterday's games, Miami beat Atlanta 115-91. It wasn't that close. Uh, Trey Young, eight points for Atlanta yesterday, was one of 12 from the field, 0 of 7 from three-point land. Now, if you'd have told me Trey Young's going to score single digits in any game against anybody, anywhere, anytime, I would have said you were crazy. But Miami's defense is smothering. Smothering. Outside, inside with Bam out of bio, on the perimeter, Jimmy Butler play doesn't is not just an offensive player. Uh, Robinson came off the bench to score 27. Duncan Robinson off the bench. Their bench is as good as anybody's. Uh, I don't 
see Miami having any trouble with Atlanta in this series. Like I said, that Miami Philadelphia second round that's going to be that's going to be fun. Uh, Boston beat Brooklyn one fifteen one fourteen. Jason Tatum had thirty one, including the layup as time expired to win the game. Kyrie had thirty nine. Kyrie seemed now he had a great game. All right, I don't want to take anything away from the performance while the ball was in play that Kyrie Irving displayed yesterday. He was great. But he also got into it with the fans. He gave them the, the jersey bird, gave them the Brooklyn bird a couple of times, behind the head. Trying to, you can't hide from the cameras these days, folks. Not during the game. You can't hide from the cameras. Anything you do will be caught either on television camera, somebody's cell phone, somebody's iPad, somebody – they're catching you. So he chirped at the fans. Now, the Boston fans are brutal. They're brutal. They're lethal. They do not hold back. But you're a professional athlete. We've seen Baker Mayfield talk about this. Baker Mayfield the other day said he wanted to go to people's cubicles and just start booing them until the end they'd crumble. Here's the difference. You're getting paid millions of dollars. If you're Baker Mayfield, if you're Kyrie Irving, you need to just take it and don't respond. I have a coach. T- coaches tell kids all the time, kids, unpaid high school athletes, you don't look up into the stands. You don't react. If somebody yells your name out. Somebody curses you from the stands. You just keep playing. You turn a deaf ear. You don't hear it. You don't acknowledge them because when you acknowledge them, It's going to get worse. They know now that they're under your skin. And the Celtic fans knew right away, we've got Kyrie. It didn't affect his game. Again, he had 39. But he doesn't play defense. And guess who Jason Tatum spun around at the end of the game to make that layup? Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant did not play well. He had 23. He had a bunch of turnovers in the first half. Um, Celtics, this this is going to be a fun series. Fun series. I expect it to go seven. And game seven in the Boston Garden, give me the Celtics. Milwaukee beat Chicago 93-86. Ugly game yesterday. I watched a lot of this one. Giannis had 27-16. and 16. I give the Bulls credit. They were down big early. They haven't beat. They were 0-4 in the regular season against Milwaukee, and they weren't close. They were close yesterday. They were close. But Milwaukee's still Milwaukee. Um, and if you get close... In your Chicago, you got to win the game. They couldn't do it. And Phoenix beat New Orleans 110 to 99 yesterday. We sort of expect Phoenix to win this one in four games, maybe five. Chris Paul had 30 points, 10 assists. Devin Booker, 25. Uh, the, the Suns got a big lead early. Then they kind of just went through the motions the rest of the game. Um, I don't think this is going to be much of a series. New Orleans without Zion Williamson, they're just not ready to play at Phoenix's level. Uh, And I think Phoenix still feels slighted. They don't feel like they were taken seriously, even though they got to the finals last year. So it's hard to play with a chip on your shoulder when you got the coach of the year and you were in the finals last year. But I think Phoenix has a little chip on their shoulder. And they showed it yesterday. All right, be back tomorrow. Got a lot to talk about tomorrow. More NBA playoffs. We'll see if the Reds can either A, take a lead, or B, score some runs tonight. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.